Hey, real quick, I just wanted to let you know that Gabba Gabba Hunt is now a record store. Well, not really a store, but a booth at an antique store located in Eastridge Mall in Gastonia, North Carolina. Vintage Village is three stores down from Dillard's on the left. And my booth is on the left side of Vintage Village. It's the one with all the records. You can't miss it. I've got over a thousand records, toys, t-shirts, DVDs, VHS, all kinds of stuff there. So come check it out. Gabba Gabba Hunt Records and Vintage Goods located in Vintage Village at Eastridge Mall, Gastonia, North Carolina. You are now listening to the Gabba Gabba Hunt Talks Podcast, where we bring you conversations with people connected to the Carolina's underground music scene. Hey, and welcome to this episode of Gabba Gabba Hunt Talks. Now, since this episode is going to run a little bit on the shorter side of what a normal Gabba Gabba Hunt Talks episode would be, this is going to be considered a mini episode. But for the sake of numbering them, this is Gabba Gabba Hunt Talks 3. Now, these are outtakes from the episode where I interviewed my best friend from high school, Matt Welburn, about our initiation into punk rock, our first band, and his projects since then, including a talk about the Boone scene in the 90s. There's also a couple of outtakes from that that you may hear later. But what you're going to hear on this episode is all the stuff where we talk about ARC overnight. I just had enough of this stuff that I could pull all this stuff out and put it in one more compact episode with no musical interludes. This episode is different than most that you will hear, but it is an idea of some things that I may do when I have my episodes run really long. There's just so much good stuff in there that I hate to leave any of it on the cutting room floor. However, I do want to keep my episodes manageable, and with this one, I had almost three and a half hours to work with and pare down to something much more listenable. This may not be an every week thing, but look for more of these in the future, hopefully released concurrently with the episodes they're on. But in some cases, they may be released first and used as a placeholder for the full episode when I'm running a little bit late getting it uploaded. You're going to hear Roger Raymer first, then Matt Welburn, and then me. And now that you know what's going on, let's get right to the episode. Well, I remember going to the... I started out in the ARC overnight going to the meetings in the very beginning. And so I'm, I'm in there with these people, and they say, well, what we need to do is we need to get um, – we're going to go there and get DJ teams. And I didn't want to be DJs with any of these people. Originally, they had talked about that they wanted to start their own radio station, right? Right. Well, yeah, they, they wanted was, to start their own that, radio – That was going to be too expensive. Yeah, they wanted to start their own radio station – uh, they went to FAE because FAE used yeah. to be um, jazz and stuff. It was out of uh, UNCC. And then UNCC uh, quit the radio station, cut all the equipment, and, and basically said the students cannot have independent thinking and uh, radio. So the the group just was like boggled and blown away and went away from there. And DAV, way, 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 way back in the day, had this uh, radio show called Flip Sides yeah. from uh, like uh, 11 a.m. to uh, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. And eventually uh, a founding member of the classical station happened to be up one night and heard this crazy punk rock and crazy music. And went, what the hell is that? I only want to hear, we only need to hear classical 24 hours. So that ended. So uh, Rachel Stewart, uh, who still works there, she was part of the people, Fred Mills, all these people came together to to do this uh, arc overnight thing. 
and uh, Phil Rutledge came up with the term Arc Overnight Alternative Radio Coalition was yeah. the whole thing. And anyway, to bring after, like to bring good music to the airways and show to bring good music to the airways, uh, some people turned us on to WNCW and was like, "Heck, that's what we want to do." So they approached them for like thoughts and inspiration and the smart people greg hills and burr beard of wncw said hey fellas we're off air from 2 a.m to 6 a.m how about y'all just get some practice and fill that void and volunteer y'all can do it in like groups of two or three you know seven days a week or five days a week whatever you want to do and so all these people came together and and the only people I wanted to DJ with was these two guys. And that, yeah, that's when Mike we, and Matt. I said, we, I, I need people who are like out there and I can have fun with. Yeah, and we hadn't known you that long then, had we? No, no you invited we really us hadn't. to no. that meeting. And we yeah, were like, we went to the meeting together. Yeah, and I remember so, thinking, like, we can be on the radio. This yeah. is insane. Because yeah, Michael <laughs> wanted to do that. I, was already, I know he wanted to do that for yeah. a career. I was going to go to school to do that anyway when we right. first talked about it. So by the time we actually did do it i was in school yeah right and so, I, I i'd just like to back up a bit and say wncw was a big thing for us too because like i discovered it one night just flipping around on the radio yeah y'all lived in king's mountain so y'all yeah. could pick it up better we could pick it up if you held yeah. the antenna just right yeah because they're up in they they're in spindle, spindle but the yeah. transmitter is on the top of mount mitchell yeah which goes insanely far but we could pick it up and i would listen to it until i got too sleepy and then I'd put in a tape and just record it. And that's the first place I heard. And who did we listen to? Yeah, well, I heard Bill Wojcicki. Yeah, first place I heard DJ. Smith, Sonic Youth. I mean, all these yeah. just amazing bands. Yeah. yeah. I wish I still had some of those tapes. Yeah, but Bill, we had Bill Wojcicki at mm-hmm. night, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Bill became our instructor. He's, he's, yeah, he's our mentor. He's, he, taught us, he taught us how to do the radio. So the w- wonderful thing, like, at the, the big meeting at WNCW was... You had a room of, I don't know, maybe 100 people. There was... Yeah, there's a lot of people. 50 to 100 people. There's a lot of people there. And they're all in their groups of who they're going to DJ with. And um, they're like, here's what you can do. Here's what we don't want you to do. We, You know, there's no profanity. Don't play classical. Don't play jazz. Don't bore people. Because... Why is someone listening to the radio from, say, midnight to 6 a.m.? Because they want to be awake, because they need to be awake. (laughs) (laughs) So keep them awake. And the three of us were like, sweet! (laughs) (laughs) Have a party! Yeah, and they were like, bring your own music. Yeah. We've got some stuff here. Do whatever you want. Just fill up the time. Yeah. No dead air. Yeah, yeah. And and there's... People are like, can I play, you know, the Bee Gees next to the Devo? They're like, yeah, 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 you can play Bee Gees and Devo. <laughs> you know, and, and and then other people are like, well, can I play the the Monkees and the Smiths? Yeah, you can play the Monkees and the Smiths. We're like, what about like the Butthole Surfers and Patsy Klein and Ministry? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Is there any cursing? As long as there's no cursing. Yeah. And this, uh, and don't, just don't play rap music. 
you know, or you can play a little bit. I think we did play some of it. But we played oh, some, yeah, yeah, but yeah. they're uh, like, have fun. Well, Remember, yeah. people need to be away. Yeah. yeah. I remember and that one, was the wacky package. I do remember one thing that he said was, you know, about the profanity was like, you know, if you can justify it, go ahead and play it. Right. But if you want to play the shit hits the fan by the circle jerks, you're probably not going to be able to justify it. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. later, we'll talk about that. But later, <laughs> I played something I shouldn't have played on there. Yeah. You by got accident. It was, it was completely. It was they, completely I think they accident. called me about that one and, yeah. uh, and we got through it. Yeah. We got through that one. We didn't get through the next thing, but we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, our time came to an end. Our time came to an yeah. end. It was about time for it to be come to an end. I think you were getting ready to go to school. Yeah, or, our, I don't know. Yeah. I, I we were all, stre- we were yeah. all stretched thin. Yeah, yeah. It was. It, it was. was it was every three weeks, right? Yeah. Every no, we did every other weeks. week. It was every other no. week. I thought it was every three. No, every three. Was it every three? Every okay. three. We could, you couldn't do every other week. There was no way physically. Because you had been awake all day. Oh, yeah. It was Saturday nights. And then you would get there around midnight. Yeah. And then you would DJ. And I'll never forget because the 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. Yeah. And and here's a a more folks listening. This was amazing. But from 5 to 6... The, between the three of us, it would take two to three people to DJ, one person to hit the buttons, one to drop the needle, and one to do something else because by yourself you couldn't function. Yeah. But the person who relieved us was a blind man. Yeah. yeah. Every week. <laughs> Dennis. He would come in and play things. Dennis came in. Couldn't see. He's blind. <laughs> People would leave him his CDs in a stack. We would help him bring them in. And us three, amongst ourselves, were so disoriented, probably from being awake 24 hours. Yeah. But we were relieved by a blind man who does it like, what's <laughs> y'all's problem? <laughs> this is all you got to do. <laughs> And the good thing Always about, amazing. We loved him. Yeah. Good thing about us doing it on Saturdays was we got those extra two hours because it was like every other night of the week, they were on the air until 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, like, I yes, think Fridays yes, yes. and Saturdays, they, they yeah. were off. It may have just been Saturdays. Yeah. But they were off at midnight. At midnight. So we, we were on there from, from midnight to 6. Yeah. So we, had, so we got an extra two so hours. we were which busy. Is, <laughs> we were busy. And, you know, and you like some punk rock, which is like two to three minute songs. After a while, you're looking for that. Anybody got a six-minute <laughs> yeah. song? Yeah. Especially if you got to get a bathroom. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> Not, can we play like Sister Ray by the Velvet yeah. Underground? <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, that station was huge because we had listeners in Tennessee, oh. South Carolina. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, you had people, half of, of North Carolina. Yeah. You would, Kentucky when, on when, a good When night. people called in, you would ask them, where are you calling from? And sometimes they'd say, why are you asking? And you would have to say, I don't know where you are, yeah. but just to let you know, people are, uh, this is going to what, uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, yeah. to Greenville, South Carolina, mm-hmm. and Charlotte, northern and, Georgia, and, and then and then up north. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I said, our, our listening area is so vast it's insane yeah and where where are you at and it was at a community college yeah yeah it was a community college radio station yeah and we're in spindale <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah 
That's a great radio. Even during the day, like it's just still, it's a great radio station. Yeah. They play, they play a good it's, mix it's, of stuff. It's phenomenal. It's mm-hmm. phenomenal. It's one of the best things and ever. Years after that, I would, I would be at different stations. You know, go in. I want to volunteer to DJ here. Like, where have you DJed? Like, well, WNCW. Like, whoa, are you are you serious? Yeah, you were at WNCW. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were pioneers of WNCW. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I mean, we were. Arc overnight was pioneers. Mm-hmm. We rocked it. Yeah, we did. We we were the only folks listening out there in uh, podcast land. We were the wacky package, and, and I guarantee you, no other group DJing had a mailing list of and people who regularly listened and had parties planned for when we DJed. So years later, I was talking to my friend John Rash, who grew up around Banner Hill. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he talked about he used to listen to that station, and he was like, one night I was I would I would leave it on, and I fell asleep, and all of a sudden I just heard this incredible scream, and I woke up and I had no idea what was going on, and I was looking outside, I was scared to turn on the lights, <laughs> and then I realized it was these guys on the radio, and I looked at him, I was like, that was us, <laughs> that was us. He was like. That was one of the scariest nights of my life. <laughs> It'd be like 4 a.m. and we're DJing. We just go, ah, yeah, wake I, up! I remember that night, like Roger, Roger let there be like 30 seconds of just dead air. And he's just sitting there like, what, what is he doing? What he's doing? And he's just sitting there in front of the microphone. And then all of a sudden, just let out this blood-curdling scream. <laughs> <laughs> like you were not going to go to sleep listening to our show. <laughs> and we, did, we discovered so many cool Songs and stuff. Well, we, we, we oh my it. God, Bongo Joe! Bongo Joe, yeah, yeah. Bongo Joe. Bongo I still Joe. have that. And the Austin Lounge Wizards. Yep, yep. George Coleman. Yes, yeah, isn't that? Oh my yeah. Bongo, Oh Bongo my Joe. gosh. The, being that. allowed to just roam in the vaults of WNCW, you, you need like a three month mm-hmm. DJ set mm-hmm. to just go through. But it. remember, it was so hard to look through their stuff because it was. It was arranged by catalog number. Yeah. So if a band is on two or three different labels, their CDs are going to be mm-hmm. all over that room. Yeah. So it was kind of you just went in there and looked around, and like if something caught your eye, grab it. Yeah. Well, then there was also the room that had, a, uh, I think Marshall Ballou was still there, mm-hmm. who was a mind-boggling musicologist, DJ, human. And there was a room of... The DJ's personal stuff yeah, yeah. that they allowed people to play. And you just went in that room and you were just stumped yeah. because it is, it's overwhelming. But both, both, WNCW. Even with all that, we all, like all three of us, would take a crate of records every time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. Both Oswald Factory songs, you play those, well, the, the two main ones. Both of those were taken from things that were recorded off of. Yeah, WNCW. And I don't know what they were. I do want to get, you said you've got some cassettes, right? Of some stuff recorded from Wacky Yes, Packers. I have cassettes of Wacky I do want to, I do want to get that and, and make it available somehow. I've got a few too. Online. Oh, really? We should compare. We may have the same ones, but hopefully not. Yeah, I think we I used like, to have some, but I've not yeah. been able to locate them. So. I've got some, I also have some tapes of you on WASU. Because you did those theme shows, the bombastic rock show. I have that on tape. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Matt and and Matt and I used to DJ at uh, WSU. I did the 
we did different themes because we were there for a while. And and my favorite night was covering for Matt on his punk rock show when the kid called up and uh we we had a listening radius of what, three miles? Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty it was pretty weak. And the kid calls up and goes, uh uh uh, uh Oh, you got any green day? And I said, son, have you been listening to what the fuck we've been playing? Do you think green day fits into this? Green day does not fit into it. I, I, this is, this is like the, the real deal show. Son, you need some testicle sweat in your life. Well, so we need to go down to Fat Cat Records tomorrow. After I did that show, <laughs> I didn't do the punk show anymore, and some other kid started doing one. And Roger would call him up and just request stuff. Yeah. And Roger called up and requested. He was like, "Man, you need to play some testicle sweat." Yeah. <laughs> he's like, what? He's like, "Testicle sweat? You don't have any? You got to go get some tomorrow." And I worked at Fat Cats, right, in Boone at the time. And this kid came in. And asked me, and Roger told me the story, and asked if I'd heard of a band called Testicle Sweat. Yeah. And I had to not laugh in his face and tell him, yes, of course, they're really good. <laughs> you need, you really need to hunt that down. It's hard to get. He's probably good still luck. looking for Testicle probably Sweat is. to this day. <laughs> Maybe you'll hear this and be like, damn, god damn it. Yeah, yeah, the irony of me DJing and saying that and the kid going to... Fat cats and mats are going. You you you've been talking to Roger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, one more thing. I'll just tack on to the end of the the wacky package story. I guess is so. I was going to school at the time for broadcasting because that's kind of what I wanted to do, and it kind of ties back into what I'm doing now. Because don't know is, how you got off the path there, Michael. In a way, this is this is broadcasting. It's just different. You can do it it's on your 21st own. 21st century broadcasting. Yeah. But yeah, it's the same thing, but different. I still think I would have enjoyed it, but. Doing the wacky package was so much fun. Oh God! That I realized that if I did it as a career, because I was sitting in class learning that, oh well, you're probably going to have a playlist of stuff that yeah. you're yeah, going to have to play, and you're going to be handed this playlist, and you're going to have to play this song and this song and this song. And I started thinking, you know, I'm going to end up at like Cat Country or something, yep. playing yeah. shit oh, that I yeah, hate. Yeah. And here I am every three weekends having the time of my life playing anything yeah. I want to play. I can play Madonna and I can follow it up with Morbid Angel if I want to. Sure. You know, yeah. Yeah. We, we can play whatever we want to. The Bubble yeah. Surfers, we can play something yeah. we recorded off the TV that's just weird as fuck. Yeah. Kung, and, a Kung Fu Fighting. Yeah, yeah, the Kung Fu Fighting record. That was a fucking And we can, we can play that stuff <laughs> and Kung Fu anything we want Correct. to. Correct. Kung Fu <laughs> sound effects. Sorry. I don't I don't want to do this for a living anymore because it's not going to be fun. Well, that's like a friend of mine tried to get me to DJ at the Duke station in Durham. Yes. Yeah. I missed I did a show in Carborough for many years and I stopped doing that and he was like, "We should do the Duke." And I was like, "Well, do I have to play a playlist?" And he's like, "Yeah, I mean, there's a few things you have to play every hour." And I was like, "No." Yeah. I cannot do that. Do I've never remember? done it and I'm not going to now. Listen, do you I'm remember in wacky in wacky package uh, at WNCW, you know, when we began, there was absolutely free reign. But then around the end, uh, it, was, it was Joe Joe Kendrick and, yeah. and people. And they said, you need to play like one of these, yeah. uh, three of these I, an yeah, hour. I forgot about that. And we would play 10 seconds yeah. of yeah. that and yeah. just go, 
This shit sucks. Yeah. Or or play two songs over the top of each other. Right. Play them at the same time. Like, well, we played them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we would knock them out because typically they were crap. Yeah. And because yeah. we would pre-listen. Every once in a while we'd go, hey, that, that, yeah, that yeah, band's yeah. okay. They've got, they've got two or three songs and we can play one. We can fit it in. We can fit it in. But 99.9% of the time it was... How about a, if we figured a way to layer them, play them all? We play can... kung fu sound effects behind what's <laughs> yeah. going on. You know, yeah, that was, and then the so, not so, that we're nonconformists, as that we're nonconformists. Yeah, <laughs> and so the the, the one time I, I alluded to earlier, so the, the new butthole surface had come out, the independent worm saloon, yeah. and they had the CD in there, and it's like, oh. All right, man. It just came out that week. Oh, yeah. It had the I hadn't heard it. I, had, well, I hadn't heard it yet. And, of course, they have it. And most of their CDs are marked, which, you know. What song was that? Uh, Chewing George Lucas's Chocolate. Goofy's Concern. Yeah. yeah. It starts off with Chewing George Lucas. And, you know, and it's like three in the morning. We've been on for hours. Yeah. yeah. And it's not, but, but most of the CDs there that they had were marked, you know. Yeah. Like, if you couldn't play something, it was had an X or a sticker yeah. or something inside of it. Yeah. This was brand new. I guess nobody had listened to it. And I'm like, okay, I got to go to the bathroom. Which song do I want to play? Uh, that's all the chewing George Lucas's chocolate thing, and then Goofy's current concern. I'm like, uh, yeah, let's play that. Yeah. And so we play that, and and I run to the bathroom, and I come back, and Matt's like, man, I don't think you should have played this song. I'm like, Why you say that? And you're like, listen, and like, I don't give a fuck about the FBI. I don't give a fuck about the CIA. But even though we and heard so that, I like run over there and I like fade it out and yeah. like start something else up. But none of us could do it because you would put it on. Yeah. And if we took it off. That'd be disrespect. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was like, I was like, well, that's his, you know, he, he's going for it. I don't think you were, you weren't there that night. That was the night that you not. weren't there. I got the phone call on that But one. Roger got the phone call. And but, but Roger was always a huge Butthole Surfers fan. And I, I, maybe right. you were listening and we were like, we got to play it for Roger. Yeah. You know, you turned us on to that stuff. Yeah. But apparently somebody that worked at the station or did something. No, station she was, was a nurse. Or, was hey, heading home. Oh, yeah, a nurse she was heading home. But, but she knew the people who were the people. Yeah, something. And I she called she them. And then they called me and went, uh, we have a problem. Yeah. You boys can't be playing that. Even though, I mean, like, E-boys. technically in the middle of the night like that, I don't think the FCC can find you for it. No, it they wasn't. can make a point. It, they they can uh, they can hassle you. Yeah, yeah but, but, it, but it, it don't matter. It, it should have been. But the wacky package got a strike. So we had yeah. a strike against us. Yeah, yeah we, we had, had one a strike. strike. And then I don't know how many weeks later it was. It couldn't have been too much longer after that because that was all towards the end. Yeah, there was the night. Or was it? The, no, it wasn't the same night. We got there was tired. another night when Roger wasn't there, and that's the night that I can't remember his name now. But he was friends with Bill. Oh, I got Paul. Paul. I've got a picture of him at the house. I've got a picture of him at the house. I've got a picture of him. Paul and your brother. But he called up because, I mean, we'd met he, him before. He was going by to feed his buddies goldfish or something. Yeah. He was friends with Bill. And he, we'd met, I think he was out there one night when Bill was on there. Yeah. When we were the out there doing our training. The first time he met us, he called us Devo. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. He, he, loved, he loved, Paul loved us. Yeah. And he was, he was nuts. Yeah. He was, he was, he was kind of burned out, but still. Yeah. <laughs> But he came in and, and, he had a flicker. <laughs> yeah, he had a flicker. He stopped by and like everything we did was, no, I think Roger was there. Were you there that night? It seems like maybe you were, but you just weren't involved in all the other stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I, no, I don't think you were because otherwise I think you wouldn't have been went back either. But, um, so we like Xerox copies of his face and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then like mm-hmm. taped them up on the pictures and stuff in the uh-huh. place. 
and decided uh, to leave uh, it because we thought it was funny. Uh, Paul, Paul's face. Like, yeah. there's a picture of what Dizzy Gillespie or somebody playing somebody, a trumpet, and we we and, I have a picture of that. I, I almost brought a, a Xerox copy that you sent me. Uh, that you did at, at NCW tonight. When I opened up a box, I was oh, looking wow. for a, a set. Yeah. And it was like the a picture that you did there and autographed it. And went yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we... we, we, we to, to Roger from... <laughs> Xerox the stuff and hung it up like... Tape yeah, we did. Pictures we and, did that. And, then, and then left it because we thought it was funny. We thought it was funny. And we, we thought, that, we thought we that whoever came in the next day would... Paper? I don't know. And, and then we made a mess. It was a mess, and we shouldn't have done it. We, and we shouldn't have left it. We, but, but, what, but what's funny at 4 a.m. on a sugar high is not necessarily what's Yeah, funny because at, we're not we're we're not tipsy. We're not drinking. We're not doing anything but no. eating. We're drinking, Space worms. We're yeah. drinking coffee. <laughs> so so I, think, I think Roger actually sugar. was there at the Ball Surfers night. But I don't think he was around. I think you and Amy disappeared. That was on one of those nights when you and Amy disappeared for a while. There's no telling what was going on. But you and Amy disappeared. The night that, that I'm talking the, the, with Paul, that you were not there that night. And we left all that stuff because you gave me the call. And you're like, uh, I got a call from WNCW again. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. What was it, what was it this time? And I think basically it was, we. that was our second strike. We could still go back on the air, but they wanted to have a talk with us. Yeah. yeah. And me and Matt just decided... Fuck it, we're not yeah, talking to them. Yeah, I was going to college. I mean, it was a great. Yeah, I feel it, bad. It, it, was, it was it was the right I time. I drove down like once or twice. Yeah, maybe Amy and I after uh, there in the end. Yeah, there was a, there was a one time after the anti scene show where Jeff Clayton. And yeah, I brought Jeff. Mad in. Brother Ward yeah, came. I, I brought Jeff in. We were all there. No, no I we weren't there. there. We weren't there for that one. I thought that you was were there. No, we weren't I, there for that. That okay, was after, I was. It was around Christmas. Yeah, I thought both of y'all no, were there. No, we weren't there. That was, that was the that one. Was that was a big night. That so was after was that. Up, Mad and, Brother Ward. Me and Matt couldn't go back. We, they, they wanted to talk because you weren't there that well, night. That's no, no, why no, you no, got no, to go no, back. No, no, There was the Jeff Clayton night. Jeff Jeff Clayton came and was the guest DJ because I couldn't go. I'm pretty sure you went. I couldn't go because it was Christmas. I wasn't there with Jeff. I wasn't there. Oh, I, I thought you were. But anyway, I had to be sure what because I was like, man, I really wish I could be there. I was at my grandparents in Pickens, South Carolina, and WNCW is so huge, I could pick it up. Yeah. And it was late at night, you know, like right before or right after Christmas, and I was laying in my bed there with the radio, listening to it really quiet, not yeah. waking anybody else up. And I remember you played Sister Ray for Jeff because he had to leave. Yeah, right? yep. And you played that for him. That was his request. Yeah. To drive back home, he, he and Mad Brother and a little he and Mad Brother Ward, who is now the main guitarist, uh, replacing Joe Young in yeah. Anti Scene, they both came up and uh, we had we had a fun we had a fun evening. I listened to that one, that, and I know I know for a fact that was after me and Matt were no longer allowed on the oh, air okay. until we came back and talked to him. I think that was the last show that you did actually. May, you may have done one more after that. Yeah, but, not not. But many. it was after the tenth anniversary show and. Me and Matt just decided, screw it, we're not going to talk to him. It's about time Matt was going yeah. to school. Yeah. It, was, it was time. It had run its course. And it was fun, and I would love to have kept doing it, but. We learned a lot. And, and Jeff, God bless you, WNCW. I just, well, I just didn't want to go up there and get busted in order to get, be able to get back on the air for right, a couple more right. weekends. So, And I thought it was great that uh, I said, Jeff, it's a long ride home. What do you want to hear? Sister Ray. Yeah. I said, all right, I'm going to play a couple songs, let you get in your car, yeah. and uh, we're going to we're going to do this. I remember one night, I think it was a friend of yours called up, 
think you knew him. I don't know. Requested Black Flag. And we were like, cool. And by the time we hung up the phone, we could not remember what song he requested. <laughs> so we played like 10 or 11. Yeah, we played like, like an hour's worth of Black Flag songs. And it was just like, well, we forgot what he said, so here you go. And it was just awesome. But that same like- night, during, while we were doing all those Black, black Flag songs, we yeah. would like stop, like play two or three of them. And yeah. then we'd get on the air and we'd start telling Black Flag stories. And yeah. we made up, we made up half of them. Like, <laughs> like some of them we were talking about a video that Brad had that we were watching. We were talking about Henry Rollins wearing the cowboy hat and all this stuff. But then we just started making up shit. And telling stories about Black Flag that made no sense at all. And then, all right, here's another song about Black Flag. <laughs> we played an hour's worth of Black Flag. That was the best thing. It was like me and Matt were talking last night about how we, we, we grew up watching stuff like Looney Tunes and we read oh, yeah, magazine. Yeah. But David Letterman, it was like punk rock yeah. TV. It was like anarchy yeah. punk rock yeah. TV. Yeah. That's what Wacky Package was. It was, yeah. it was David Letterman Radio. It was, it was say, inspired here, by that. I, yeah. We would even go so far as to say like, here's a uh, Marvin Gaye song and uh, get ready to chill out and play Black Flag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> We, I, I remember, you know, it was like, well, the, the fifth caller gets yeah. what's in Roger's pocket. Yeah. You know, and, and we would mail it to them. Yeah. Right. And we would mail people. We would find stuff. I, I remember. Um, we saw a couple I, of really cool like packages. A, um, yeah. a, I found a, a, you know, a dead snake. Yeah. A yeah. dead snake skin. And said, all right, third caller gets our Package and we would send orange peels. Yeah, I still pick up dead snakes off the road, <laughs> save them the mail to people because of you. <laughs> I've got a few. <laughs> we, 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 I don't know if we should talk about that, but we used to give away that, that guy Nate's record. Oh, no, no, we should. <laughs> that was the best I, I think the statute of limitations, yeah, is yeah, yeah. I, was, I don't think Nate's yeah, gonna no, listen no, to this. Was great oh was, man, Nate, remember? Nate was on before us and he was. He played mostly industrial stuff, and he hated us. Yeah, we, yeah. we didn't like no, him either. Yeah, not he that he jerk. hated us. I think people didn't like him either. I think he, he just hated people. He hated us a lot because people would call while he was on every because he was on every week, right? And they would call every week asking if we were going to be on that week. <laughs> and we would get there, and he's like, "Oh, people are calling for you." But he left some of his records one night. I know. And so we were like. All right, fifth caller, you win Nate's records that he left. <laughs> and, you know, remember what we also said? We said, hey, we got Nate in the closet. <laughs> Third caller gets to come down and punch Nate in the stomach. <laughs> Somebody had to have told him about that. <laughs> Third caller, you know, Nate's records. But we got away with Nate, it, man. Nate, if we're, oh, if we're like somehow Facebook friends and I don't know about it. <laughs> Sorry, man. Because <laughs> I have friends with a couple of Nates on Facebook. Awesome. Hey, man, it made great radio. Oh, man. So. I mean, we were controversial. Yeah, but, you know, we, we were allowed to do when my, what we wanted. Dear, I, our very first night, our very, very first night, it was nasty weather. I remember driving up there and thinking, maybe they're going to call us to cancel the show because uh, it's the beginning of Arc Overnight. Yeah. That's probably one of the first weeks that it's on, and it's terrible weather. It's wintertime. And we go on, and the boss called me before we went on and said, I hope y'all know how to work the emergency broadcast stuff. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got it. We'll figure it out. I got some sharp boys with me, you know? My, Michael and Matt are going to figure this shit out. And sure enough, 
uh, a little ways into the show, and we've been playing Black Flag, Circle Jerks, Patsy Cline. What? What? Yeah. You, you just, just what? We're all over the map, you know. Yeah. And the emerging broadcast thing comes on. Michael finagles it, uh, hands me the report, and I read it and uh, tell people about the weather situation going on and all that. And and right after the uh, I, I read that, the phone rings. I remember this. And I'm thinking, oh my God, it's, it's the boss calling. We we totally we totally botched it. We oh. we miss because we're just we're still learning how to hit all the buttons to 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 you know play a record and 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 all this shit and the phone rings and it's this little old man and I just say WNCW and he goes son you 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 did good you 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 did good I just want to let you know I said sir have but you you you've been listening to us? He says, "Yeah." I goes, "You do you like that music? I mean, we've been playing some pretty ruckus stuff there. I mean, some some Black Flag and Dead Kennedys and he goes, yeah, that music's kind of crazy. But I listen a lot of times in the winter because of the weather, and I just want to know what's going on. And uh, you read a really good report there, that weather I remember, situation. I remember that. And I, I was like, and I said, well, what do you think about the music and our antics? Because, I mean, I think we're pretty silly here. And he goes, son, I want to. I need to be awake, and I want to be awake, and I, y'all are doing it. <laughs> I said, uh, whoa, I, you got any requests? He goes, nope, just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> we might have thrown in some bluegrass or country or something after that or we threw out props I mean for, that was our first night and that right there I think that one little situation just mm-hmm. fed us to just going oh yeah just do what you do yeah. do what you do man and, that, and, that and do what you do and this little old man he would call us randomly and uh, it's just that vote of confidence. Yeah, man. Yeah. Right there. It's also the magic of radio. You don't know who's listening you, yeah. randomly. There you go. You know? There you go. You remember the night that I almost shut the radio tower down? Because we, we were <laughs> there were some checks that we were supposed to do on every yeah. shift. It's like, oh, like at certain yeah. times, and we never did them. But right. then the one night I was like, you know, I think I'm going to do those checks. Yeah. I did something, and all of a sudden, like, we started losing, like, the power went off, and, like, yeah. we weren't on the air anymore. You <laughs> back then, it wasn't all automated. You had to check, and, and the you hit the buttons. Yeah. The, but then the, I was like, I don't know, I, I, I panicked and did something, and all of a sudden, everything came back up, and I'm like, yeah. oh, shit, but, I'm never but, doing that again. <laughs> but if the transmitter was getting too cold, because I remember this in Boone, too, if the transmitter was getting too cold and frozen up, yeah, it would overheat. The the because it couldn't it couldn't broadcast right and things would shut down and it was yeah. really bad and every hour you had to check and see what like what percentage the the oh yeah the power was at and if it got over like a hundred and ten or whatever like you were in trouble and you might have to shut that station down right but in a very prescribed way and not <laughs> yeah. just flip a switch yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> we was amateurs but we was good kids yeah we was trying yep. I just remember. I, a little I think, hot rod in her heart, but a, maybe a bicycle in her head. I, I don't think I have uh, 
any cassettes of us on the air, but I think if I look around hard enough, I've got some cassettes that we made in that production room where we practiced. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Bill Buczynski was our mentor. Bill Buczynski was great because you would hear him on the radio and he had this smooth radio voice and he was a pro. Hey, there's Bill Buczynski. And then you show up and he's like this madman wearing a pair of shorts. (laughs) Look like a caveman. His his arms are like way too long and extremely hairy. Yeah, he was was like in your face. (laughs) Yeah, folks, you're listening to a DJ who's going, Hi, this is Bill Buczynski. I'm your DJ tonight. But then you're the guys who are actually... He's training, and he says, "Oh, just go fucking nuts! Yeah. <laughs> it all works. Maybe it all works. Just make it all work." And, and uh, yeah, that was some fun times. Yeah. So, well, hey, let's do a little bit of full circle here. Who was the band? That we always started a wacky package show with. It was anti scene. Exactly. Yeah. Every every anti yeah. every that was we we, we decided in the beginning, you know, because uh, wacky package WNCW arc overnight was all mainly about local regional music. Yeah. yeah. And the band who we we agreed on was anti scene, and we said we have to have a theme an intro yeah. we have of of one thing we do our intro well, we has did, to be the that. same every week we always started off with anti scene mm-hmm. but we always ended it with walking the cow exactly yeah. we had an intro and an exit yeah. and, and and you know that was a genius i think of our show as opposed to other people who just went Hello, it's Ark Overnight. But other than that, that was the only theme because you never knew what you were going to hear. Yo, oh, no, 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 no. The scene could have been... There was no telling what was coming been, next. Could have been Patsy Klein Could have been Public Enemy. Yeah. Could Whoo! Who knows where yeah. it was going after that. Yeah. Now, and that was the way... It could have been Fred... Not, not Fred... It could have been Fred Lane. But... but, but I'm, uh, Austin Lance Lizards or uh, Bongo Joe? But I'm glad you mentioned that, that, you know, we wanted to sort of focus. Because at that point, we weren't that. We, we just started, started discovering, like, the Charlotte music scene. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we did make a point to play, like, local bands. Oh, and, we, and that and was a premise of Arc Overnight was to promote. And, and I felt that we played... More people. Oh yeah, we played locally. We played because I would listen to some other DJs, and they were pretty good. But I think we we really dug deep. We played Sugar Smack. We played Uh everybody. We played all the bands we went to go see. We played yeah. And we, we played Ethel Meat Plow on there. We talked about them earlier. We played Ethel Meat Ethel, Ethel Meat Plow. Oh, they, yeah. weren't, they weren't local, but we played them because we saw them at the milestone. Oh yeah. And, but, or show. we would say, hey, this show's coming up next week. Yeah. You need to go see these people and we will play this band. Yeah. One three four is playing next week. Go see them. One three four. This has been a Gabba Gabba Hunt Media Production.